0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to X Marks the Box, an Xbox Podcast. My name is Patricia and I'm here with my good friend Alice. How are you Alice?
1: Hi. Um it's cooler than yesterday, but still scorching hot. Because it, have you heard of a heat wave that's like hit like forty degrees? Yeah, I,
0: I didn't really notice my like my entire body melting. And my existence being in your agony for the last week. It was the hottest day in UK history, I believe, yesterday. Um,
1: it just feels history... like you are a marshmallow above the fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. We're, we're in Satan's bum. Uh, it's very, very. It's very warm. <laughs> it's warm. Very warm. I don't like it. It's too hot. I'm melting. Um, it's been horrible. It's been absolutely horrific. So if you if you hear like uh, loud humming in the background, those are my multiple fans. Um, I've tried to make it so they shouldn't be picked up on audio, but they seem to always somehow get picked up, which is really annoying. Just, just one of those things.
1: How many fans you got? Two.
0: I just got two. I got what? But they're two big ones. They're like I, I sent you the picture. It makes my PS five look small by comparison, which is hilarious because the PS five is giant, so it's like double the size of my PS five. So
1: <laughs> I got, like, one medium-sized fan that is by the mains. Oh, okay. So it's just, like, blushing air to me. Plus, I got a sea breeze that comes from the window, Ooh, so it just makes it, like, much nicer. Plus, it offers, like, better lighting than, like, last week. Because you can see, um, I'm in the mum's uh, study. All right. So, it, but it was the bedroom I used to sleep in. So, you know, just a wallpaper and possibly a sticker. So All right,
0: okay. I mean, if so, you got sea air, you say. So we might hear seagulls randomly, or people talking and eating chips, or whatever, right?
1: And <laughs> <laughs> further away from them, actually, I could ask So us. you won't hear so much, <laughs> but you may hear occasional bike rides because there's like God, the cyclists, the bikers, and the cars that has like got rid of their exhaust, so they can like rev so loud oh, that. That they just hit you eardrums uh, and yeah sadly I'm quite close to that kind of I earth. hate this uh, but the thing is it just makes you wish like you had a studio that has air conditioning and there's like yeah uh, no noise and whatsoever
0: I mean the whole the whole country comes to a standstill when this is hot and it also comes to a standstill when it's snowing as well We we can't handle extreme weather conditions in this country it's just one of those things I guess um, Better to go cold than to be hot. I I prefer, I prefer the cold than the hot. To be honest, um, I would agree with that, because you can always put like you, there's only so much you can do to cool off. Whereas when it's cold, you can just put layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and, layers and layers. like fat, you just bury yourself in layers and you will be fine. Whereas hot, there's only I so much. I think that's you the problem do.
1: because because the it looks like you put too many layers on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so, we got, so, I, I also, so, today's episode is episode 10! Oh my god, a milestone, I think, right? Is that episodes a milestone? Yep. I, I would say that's a milestone. I mean, technically it's our 11th that's... episode, but we're going to say it's our 10th, because, you know.
1: And yet, you've only gone on as far as, like, having the podcast and the Twitter, and they did said we can, like, have a separate YouTube brand channel, but... That's still in a. We're not really
0: sure what to do with that yeah. If you let you guys let me know in the comment what you guys think, um, we're torn. I kind of want to keep it all in one thing because I have a YouTube channel that's took me ten years to get to five to four thousand uh, subscribers. Didn't really want to start from scratch again with a new channel, and also I feel like it gives uh, the the podcast a bit of publicity. But then a lot of you guys are wrestling fans and maybe not interested in the podcast, so I don't know. And then the people who were not interested in the podcast will be here to hear this conversation. So, yeah. That... But then at least it doesn't <laughs> have
1: the Naruto fan dubs because that's not on your channel. And that's
0: on another channel that we will not speak of. <laughs> this nope. Uh, Good luck trying to find that, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about the thing that I did before Before this current YouTube. Uh, also, also, I thought that was interesting. I just found out Game Grubs has just turned 10. So I've been doing let's plays longer than Game Grumps, which is hilarious because they completely demolished my uh, <laughs> like they they completely started after me and then they took me over me and like that's crazy to think uh, that I've got I got absolutely nowhere with let's plays so that's fun. Um, well,
1: <laughs> I te- I think out of days ten years that I remember like there's Aaron who's got like banned and these like been like together ever since yeah. like for a long time. And yet, my fondest memories is that Sonic 2006 with JonTron in instead. Mm. So, that's what, how I remember the show so much from, and not like any other video series yeah, do. I mean, I just got, got off it recently, so yeah. it was just not as special as it was
0: before. Well, JonTron was only on the show for less than a year, which everyone like kind of gets shocked when you think that. You go over 10 years, JonTron was barely, was barely there for a year. So and I like Danny, I like Dan Aberdanny, he seems like a nice guy. I like him, so
1: Yeah, I think they made some like good moments. Also I enjoy the Monopoly one, the Pokemon Art Academy with the Rubber Ross is it? Yeah,
0: yeah, Rubber Ross. Rubber yeah. Ross is and he makes evil levels on Super Mario Maker as well. Uh we kinda kinda <laughs> got off tangent here. we were even talking about the podcast. So we're like six minutes in we already got on to the subjects of the podcast. Um but yeah, we love Game Gribbs. I'm uh, I'm jealous that they're so popular. and They've been doing it for ten years. I would love to have been doing Let's Play for ten years and uh, made a success of it. But there you go. That's one of those things. Um, so, uh, what what have you been playing uh, this week, Alice?
1: Well, basically, you'll be pleased to uh, know that I moved on from Minecraft. <gasps> what? <laughs> the shock. instead, I moved towards my new. Uh, next addictive game and that is power wash simulator oh my
0: god yes that looks so good i haven't got around to playing that yet
1: you should try it out it's definitely one of the most addictive games ever because like uh if i were to compare this to a house Flipper, house flipper, you just go in like re-innovate the house yeah. you break down walls but you also like paint and decorate the walls too and i think it's just turning into a bit of a chore yeah also it's not so optimized for the xbox series x but when you play a power simulator 60 frames per Mm. second simple (laughs) all you have to do is like wash the dirt off and it's like so good so addictive i even like stayed up until like 4am in the morning once playing this
0: mad i love it
1: uh yeah i just like being into like different jobs like you do the fans then you end up like trying to clean the mayor's house the fairground all those bits wow. like i spent like so many hours into the game and i have yet to complete the rest of the levels there but i have to take a break because on omno own that is is leaving game pass right. one of the easy completions and i think since it's been announced recently, it should take about two weeks for it to leave. But it should take about between two to four hours to like uh, complete fully complete the game for an
0: easy one thousand oh, okay. score. okay. Well, so I need... and then there's a uh, yeah. I need to do that one then. That's, that's that should be top of my list. Um, yeah, because I, 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 as you can see by my background, I've been playing Peppa Pig or my friend Peppa Pig to be precise. <laughs> the ultimate game of the year, contender. The only game better than Elder... No, it's not even club. But it's, uh, I, I had fun with it for what it was.
1: Have you been playing with your nephew
0: or niece on no. I When I go visit Australia, I'll probably play it with my nephews. But uh, no, I just played it myself. It took me about a half hour to get 1,000 game score. It's not bad for 1,000 game score, to be honest. Uh, yeah, crazy. so
1: how does that work? Do you just like go in and just like yeah. Do specific things in the so game, you make, or is it like you just play the game? So you just
0: play the game, right? You have to do specific things in the game to get certain achievements. So you make your own character, and then you, uh, and then this is like, hello, this is my f- Pe- Peppa Pig's. Like, this is my friend, and like, cool. So I'm friends with Peppa Pig, and then you have got to go into, and then it's like certain things happen, but there's RNG. There's actually RNG in this game, which makes it really very frustrating. Uh, you walk into a room and it's like either Peppa Pink's dad's glasses are missing or his brother's lo- lost his dinosaur. And you have to find that. And then you get an achievement for doing that. And then you got to get an achievement for doing the other version of that. And there's like loads of bits where you've got to travel on the road and there might be roadworks and stuff like that. So it's like RNG all over the place. It's <laughs> a speedrunner's nightmare. You're not gonna, like, to get the optimum run. you have got to be very lucky. Um, yeah, it took me about half an hour. I wasn't really paying attention to it. That's what people. Like, when I recommended to people what well, Easy Game was called, cool, they're like, "Oh, can't stand the voice acting and all that." So I didn't really watch it. I just had it on in the background while I was doing other things and just went through it. Is it
1: because of her accents?
0: Yeah. The, well, Peppa Pig's got like I. I didn't realize it until after I played it, but Peppa Pig is essentially the voice of any toddler. Or oh, like a four or five year old, she she just sounds like a four or five year old. Like I want to go on an adventure, I want to do this. I'm like, okay, okay, Pig, I don't care. But you know, thousand score, I'm right there for it. <laughs> Easiest gamerscore ever. Me, it's brilliant. It's fun. Go on, sorry. If you ask,
1: yeah, is your this nephew like in Australia? Yeah. Oh, so they're like upside down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, the 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 upside down.
1: <laughs> because if you ask me, I spent some time with my niece and nephew, and we just been watching, uh, Paul, Paw, Paw Patrol, uh, Bluey, and some Peppa Pig. That's what it's like, that's... doggy or some sort. Yeah, that's what my nephew's I mean, obsessed with. A...
0: Same same as my nephew. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bluey is like the Australian equivalent of uh, Peppa Pig. That's uh, so uh, that's. <laughs>
1: I didn't realise it sounds so strange. Yeah, but well, they're
0: obsessed with it in Australia. My my, my nephews are obsessed with Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny.
1: Because when I was a kid, like my mum gets me to watch Neighbours when I was like a toddler.
0: Uh, Australia is great. Do you know there's an episode of Peppa Pig that's banned in Australia? What was
1: that? Was it? Bacon.
0: <laughs> no, the episode is. I can't remember the name of the episode, but apparently they make friends with a spider and it's like, don't worry, spiders can't hurt you. It's like it's been banned in Australia because <laughs> it's like, no, don't teach kids to be friends with spiders over here. That's a bad idea. <laughs> so they banned that episode well, completely, hilariously.
1: One of my co workers is terrified of spiders because of their visit in Australia.
0: Oh. I've been to Australia I haven't seen any big spiders yet, but I will let you know if I see any.
1: Have you played the game Biohazard Battle no, on the Mega I have not. <laughs> because this. Because it has like massive bugs and big creatures there. Mm. But this shows the environment is hostile. And this is what like reminds me when it, when it comes to Australia or anywhere else where it's got like dangerous bugs and animals in. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking
0: of bugs. Fester, I couldn't think of a good segue. <laughs> Big bugs, bears, bears. tigers. Ooh. Oh my! I mean, so with 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 the what we've been playing, I think it kind of ties into the first news story of the day. Uh, what we've been playing as well, um, I put it down as Xbox releases everything everywhere all at once. Uh, Xbox has this really weird habit of releasing nothing for like three or four months and you can leave leaving us in, like, the wastelands and, like, like like water! We need water! And then literally just going, here you go, it's three bottles of water at the same time. <laughs> like, because it got yeah. Astus Falls, Forza DLC, and new, like, Halo Co-op and Halo Multiplayer event all came out at literally the same... It was 6pm GMT yesterday when we were recording. Uh, Literally the exact same time all three of these things dropped. It's like... Why can't you spread these out over a couple of weeks? Why are you why to release it all at the same time? I don't understand, Xbox. It's a weird habit of this.
1: Well, don't forget that there's also Halo Alpha Pack
0: that comes out too. No, that's what I meant by the is, event. Uh, that's what I meant by the multiplayer event, the Alpha Pack, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why. Because I went to Halo Infinite and there's, like, there's an Alpha alpha pack which is basically it's like the the first narrative thing, yeah. except you get 10 awards yeah. and all you have to do is play the last spartan standing yeah. it's much better last time because you get to play on different maps yeah. instead of a breaker map but you get different weapons like instead of like pistol uh the swap and the mangler yeah. instead you get like a a sap gun a assault rifle magnum yeah. commando Battle rifle, and I think at one point some of them may have got an energy sword for getting too many Ooh. points. Uh, but, but apart from that, it's just like, yeah, it's alright. And they
0: fixed the, But I think they finally fixed the, but then, the glitch as well, where it, it, when you used to play blast, Last Battle on Sand and if you left the game after dying, you wouldn't get any progress. They finally fixed that glitch now, where you, so you can still get progress even if you leave. So.
1: Well, I did try that once, like, as soon as I lost the lives, I don't know if I should have waited a bit longer yeah. but I left the game and then I didn't get the progress, so yeah. I don't know if you tried it, so you need to let me know if it No, works it you. works
0: now, it didn't used to, the first, like, when it, when they first started Last last Spartan Standing, they did, it was a famous glitch, it was like a, an infamous glitch they had for a while, that you, your progress would not continue unless you stayed in the game till after you like I, I die, I usually leave, just die and then just leave it on in the background and go on my computer for a half like for ten minutes while I wait for the game to finish <laughs> It's really annoying well that's
1: what I've been doing too, because well the first time I did that, and they did so badly that I didn't get any points from it, I just like as soon as I lost the lives, I paused the game, left the game, and that was like last night, yeah. and then i didn't get any progress
0: oh right, okay, i've been having progress since I started doing it this week this the, <laughs> Since this event I've had have had no issues with it. Previous events I did. But this event. Oh, had, right. So maybe
1: then I will probably have another look.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh so yeah, we have... but there's another there's
1: another like weird thing with it is like uh when I started the challenges there's a Century pays and as a weekly ultimate weekly reward. Yeah. And that's what we got first. So I just like. Hmm. I just do the challenges there's mangler challenges since there's not any in the, like last spot in standing I used two challenge swaps to swap them out and keep trying it take a break for the night then when I returned all of the challenges refreshed yeah. and there's like the new weekly award which is the clippy when the military happens. oh yeah yeah I've that. so I had to go through the challenges again so I just wasted like two challenge swaps for that and now I have to go through it again but then, as I complete the last Spartan Sandine challenges, it gave me two awards instead of one for each challenge. And it's like, is it? Is this like what's happening to me? Because
0: yeah. at the
1: moment I only beaten a few challenges with that uh, challenges thing, and I got as far as like level eight. So it's not long until I get a fire gun metal skin and the tactical pad thing. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think really the three four three industries have messed up their parts. These are fix, fixed.
0: Yeah, have have we got an episode without slagging the three four three off? I think we uh, we haven't. <laughs> I think we have a, the a record of yeah. eleven episodes in a row we've mentioned three four three being broken. Fix your game, god damn it! I love you, but well, there's
1: why like people say saying like thinking oh the game's not going to work and feeling that once they deal with the co op and. Uh, uh, possibly Battle Royale. They reckoned they would like leave Halo Infinite and leave it as complete, right. but I just like to keep hoping as if like they got more content for it. Yeah. But they still like get more content for Master Chief collections. And recently, they got like new armors for it, including the Mecha suits and the Demon suits. And I'm like, why not they just like put in Halo Infinite?
0: I don't gotta... It just
1: shows like how disorganized and how terrible. That 3, eyes, like the end of Halo Infinite. Yeah. So with the low player place, this is not looking particularly positive. I don't know. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft would switch to a different developer like Certain Affinity for the future Halo titles.
0: Yeah, it's weird to me that, that Halo is the biggest IP that Xbox owns and it's like the biggest multiplayer, and yet it doesn't seem to get as supported as much as stuff like Apex or Fortnite or any of these games kind of just completely run circles around it when it comes to support. It's weird to me that they have... Like, Xbox should be... uh, If any company in the world should be able to have a live service game that can keep going, it should be Microsoft, right? It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, I don't understand why it's so difficult for them. It's, uh, yeah, it's a weird one.
1: Uh, Well, speaking of which, like, Fortnite... I saw the image and it looks like they're going to be throwing Goku into Fortnite uh, as a image item. All right. I mean, they did Naruto in the past, so yeah. Jump in the shark. And uh, there's <laughs> also Paladins with a Ruby crossover pass. And there's like Nickelodeon uh, characters for Smite. Yeah. So, and now it's just like um, like Halo Infinite doesn't have anything exciting. No. Like if you go to the shop this week you see the return of the flaming arms and the, uh, some armor set that you've seen at the start of the fence. Yeah. and then you have like a skull face helmet, and there's also the rust coating for the mongooses. So just like, hmm, I don't think, I don't think this is looking very positive. No, because I was literally thinking there's a gold Halicon Day's armor coming out this week, and then instead it's like repeat. So. I mean, this is, like, turning the a bit of a dog shit uh, shame.
0: It's a, it's a shame because the multiplayer is so much fun. It's really fun to play. It's just a shame that the, uh, everything's surrounded it. it's a bit barren. Um, yeah. So, also this week, uh, I've been playing, for, well, last night, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels. Uh, insanely cool. Love it. It's really fun uh it's ridiculous like giant hot wheels tracks like life size and you like you like you got real humans walking around and stuff so it just looks really weird and it like you're going through mountains and volcanoes and yeah i mean it's it's forza horizon 5 with even more crazy st- stuff so it's like it's a great it's great fun i don't really know much more than i can say it's just fast fun racing on hot wheels tracks through mountains and over lava and stuff like that it's uh wacky and weird but a lot of fun and I think worth playing probably the best X- xbox thing that I played this year so far um yeah um, uh, it's probably the best thing that Xbox is gonna release this year this rate um, what, do you, uh, so, what you uh what yeah tongue tied. <laughs> uh so you, have you been playing as does falls because I haven't got around to it yet
1: I played the first chapter last night yeah. like I was like in the middle of things and it's like I've got to get tea. So I got like curry Ooh. over chips with some pop-up-doms, put on the tray, and I just picked up with the game to watch with it, expecting yeah. it's just only like doing the button presses. Yeah. And once that boots up, you have to use a thumbstick to go around with the cursor on the screen. Ah. And it's like, this game is made for PC. Ah, uh, that's annoying. I didn't realize that. Um, the... What's worse is that, like, I know there's heavyweight. It's come from the developer who did the heavy rain. Yeah. And it was unique because you only need to use sticks to go around and you only press the face buttons to make choices. But in Dust Falls, it's like you move the cursor to make selections. Like if there's choices in the screen, you have to move the cursor around to click on them and you to do it within the time. And I think, oh gosh, this is just annoying. The quick time offense where you like press buttons and stuff like that, that's easier. Yep. Like it was a bit tricky, but I just like got through some of the tr- outcomes, and I just like got through to chapter one, and it tells me like how I did the playstyle where I make instantaneous decisions no. and going like really bold, and then it tells me like which choices I made and the percentage of those who made that choice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I hope you don't mind if I like spoil bits of like chapter one. Because um, if you're ready
0: for it, I mean, I was going to play it tonight. So try not to be too spoilery, if you can. <laughs> if you...
1: Okay, because uh, when I started off, like they were just going on a trip, and there's a car coming through, which they almost had a crash. Right. Then they just like went into like different perspectives. One is where you have to weigh the house, and you just like go up, and then you just like deal with some um, things there i don't want to explain too no. much but there was a, one of the jocks there and it's like being a dick like yeah. you rob a house and then he goes like pissing in the phantom or, or like yeah uh being an absolute dick and just made fun of what's inside the house then when you go upstairs and like you find the safe that you're then expected to enter the exact case yeah luckily i was like Remember the caves, so I did unlock the safe in like two attempts. I got an achievement, uh, I thought, yeah, special, yeah. But it's particularly obvious because when you like step at the truck, the numbers flashed in like right in front of your eyes, and I was like, oh gosh, I'm probably gonna be remembering this, yeah. And then when I just came to the safe, it, yep, got mm-hmm. to enter the cage, so you have to remember what you see on that piece of paper there. So you just put those numbers in, and yeah, just unlock the safe, got some money, boom. Easy enough. However, there's, there's like you just there's also a different perspective where you just have this guy who comes in, and like you just go through those things and like making choices. But when I just like say, uh, I just couldn't like pay for this room. I got fifty two on me, and and I was told to, like say oh I just need to like check out the uh yeah to deal with it and then I selected options to say talk to the manager and then she said to me it's like what's wrong you have a problem with people with vaginas and stuff like that I thought what? that's sexism it's so random <laughs> anyway but yeah it just gets a bit more random
0: like sounds like heavy I don't it. want to go into specifics In the, the writing you've just said yeah. sounds very heavy rain Detroit kind of feel to it like it's like it's like sometimes it's like oh this is really deep and really well written, and every time it's like well that was random and a bit weird. Why would that? Why was that there? Like it's like you used to get that a lot with those type of games as well. Um, I'm excited to play it though. I'm still looking forward to playing it. Um, we're gonna be playing it tonight hopefully. Um, but well uh, yeah. So uh, I like to also add
1: like. I played of Rain in the past. Yeah. I remember playing the demo of it when I was at the Eurogamer Expo. And then when I played it, it's like, oh, it's a glitch fest. Yeah. And it's like really annoying. But I just got through the story. You make choices and you definitely get the outcomes you get. Yeah. And the way I see it's like, it tries to intim- in- intimate like The Walking Dead. And it's like, it tells you like which outcomes you do so the user interface is much better. Except for this whole point and click stuff, yeah. that's really annoying. Mm. Uh so what I get what I'm getting at the moment with this one, it's just like they expect to like it's based on breaking pad and stuff like that. Yeah. Instead it's just like uh no oh, it's not. It's just like not so funny and you just like get thrown into situations and feel like, Oh, there's a robbery and then you do some like extreme decisions and it just reminds me of the scene in heavy rain where you step into the uh, convenience shop trying to find clues. Then when someone like goes in and pulls out their trick gun. Yeah. You just have to go through the store. Like you try to make sure you press the buttons to make sure you don't like interfere with the items. But then when you get to confront the wobbler you just make choices to calm the wobbler. Yeah. And then you just try to either deal with this guy or you get shot. So this is exactly the kind of feeling I get with this game. So, I, the way I feel it, it's like, it's heavy rain, except it's all sunshine and sand. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Instead of heavy rain, so. it's sunny desert. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's one of those, it's like, I've mean, been watching reviews and stuff like that. They keep saying it's good to play with pe- like co-op. So, basically, what I... You, uh, you you seem to have frozen Alice. Uh Okay. Oh, that's uh, a right. Yeah, so, uh, b- with these, with the, like you were saying, Breaking Bad and stuff, like the, uh, that type of television, I always end up watching with my mum. So like, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, um, Halo TV series, without fun. Um, basically, the, uh, uh, um, Obi Wan stuff like that. All the all the big TV shows I end up watching usually with my mum. So I'm going to do. I'm going to see if she wants to play the game and see if we can uh, co-op it. I Think it might be an interesting experience. So I'm going to try and get that done. Uh, do you think? Well, sp- oh, what well, right. Sorry, sp-
1: yeah. It just remind me that I seen Breaking Bad the second time. Yeah. but I'm slowly going through. Better call Saul as a rewatch. Yeah, just to get me to prepare for the final four episodes coming for. Better Call cool Soul, right. which is like now it's just like goes through all the main stuff and it's just already going towards the end. So, mm. I don't know if you've seen the
0: Better nope. Call cool Soul stuff. I haven't seen Better cool Soul. I want to get around to watching Better Call cool Soul, but I haven't got I watched Speaking Bad, but I never watched Better, uh, better Call cool Soul uh, or something like that.
1: Then you better have some fun like trying to catch up with it because there's like about six seasons of this, oh. which is almost the same amount of episodes as Breaking Bad.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah, so, are, do you think you're going to finish As of Falls? Or you've... Because you didn't seem to have a very well, positive experience with it by the sound things.
1: Well, there's a spoiler cast next week, so yeah. I'm, like, trying to complete the six chapters. Well, that's the idea, but, yeah. But the fact there's, like, so many outcomes and so many paths to choose... I think it's just, like, tries to aim for replay value. Yeah. But then it's just, like, equivalent of, like, trying to get all the achievements in, like, heavy weight. Yeah. Uh, so I think it is a similar kind of experience. Then I was, like, thinking it's all already, like, a 2D game. Yeah. Then I saw, like, there's 3D stuff on the screen. of yeah. Like, vehicles moving and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, gosh, this game's got to be bug riddled. Also, speaking of the bugs... There was one scene where there's two characters talking, and then the character points to the scene of the character. Like, you can see the cut there's above the person's face, and it's like, oh, there's a bit of a bug there, too. So it's like.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm hoping that, yeah, that you've. Uh, alluded to next week we were planning to do a spoiler cast for this uh, game, so hopefully next week we'll have an Astas full spoiler cast for you Uh, try and get around to playing if you can Uh, if you want to tag along get involved um I mean, it should be fun, because hopefully we'll have different outcomes, and we can, like, go, wait, this person died in your one and didn't die in my one? Oh, wacky. Uh, all this stuff, or, like, this didn't happen in this st- in my one, and this happened in my one, you know? So I'm hoping that's what we're going to get, mm-hmm. not, uh, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened to me as well. Like, I'm hoping that's not what's going to happen. really like, yeah, fully boring. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping. It's well, be get good. your mum to remind you to like uh, complete
1: all the chapters for next week. Then yeah,
0: definitely. Well, we starting tonight. Hopefully, we were meant to start it last night, but it was too hot and we just didn't feel up to it. So hopefully, uh, watch it tonight. So fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. I, I, I uh, it, it, it should be a fun thing to to play. So I'll let you know how it goes next week when we hopefully have a spoiler cast. Um So mm-hmm. was it was there anything else that we've been playing this week, or are we going to just move on to the second news story?
1: I think I've forgotten some of the other titles I played, <laughs> which is only for like ten minutes. So yeah. yeah, we can just like move on.
0: So the big news, uh, one of the big news stories this week is that Bungie is now officially a part of Sony. What a weird! F- what a uh, that's the weirdest s- s- sentence ever, right? That's a, it's such a weird thing to think right am I, am I crazy here or uh, I mean, what do you think about this
1: I'm not too fussed about it because like Bungie's like working for Sony and now it's like Bungie's part of the Sony family yeah. and I think he's supposed to be a dick at Microsoft yeah. but then again Bungie left Microsoft they tried to be independent yeah. and now they're just all part of Sony to so sense I to me. think, I think to be honest it's a bit weird but then again Destiny didn't really fly off and then people just flocked back to it and been playing a lot of Destiny too. and I've been seeing like people's player customizations and stuff like that yeah. but yeah I think they would just end up like one of those developers for like you know the things like Free Radical or like Factor 5 yeah. where they did games for the Playstation 3 and then somehow the developers like didn't get on too well and somehow like either downsize or get cancelled, so... Yeah, I... Uh, I feel that Bungie might actually suffer that same
0: fate, I so... Hope, I hope not. I mean, with me, with Bungie, I feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end of, like, Revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, YOU, you were, WERE THE, the CHOSEN Sony ONE! one! YOU WERE meant TO DESTROY SONY, and Sony and NOT JOIN THEM! Join them! BRING, bring sales the TO the XBOX, NOT LEAVE THEM the IN DARKNESS! Dark! I HATE you! Ah! YOU! You were my favourite developer, Bungie. I loved, I loved you. you.
1: That's how I felt. <laughs> and then they just burn up in the fire, and then Bungie comes into like molten lava with Master Chief coming over, says so like, oh, "You should have stayed." Let <laughs> <laughs> burn. And then the katana be like, "I think, I think to be honest, that Bungie would have done well as an independent maker." So
0: they made me destroy you. um only Sith stealing absolutes. I I could do Star Wars all day, but no, just literally like that's how, it's comical and over the top that reaction is. Like you know, you were the chosen one. That is literally how I kind of felt when I first heard the news. But saying that, we were just having this. You were just saying this a minute ago about how it's not that big a deal. It's like, it's weird that Sony owns the people who made Halo, but. Soon, Xbox will own the people, will own Crash Bandicoot, Spyro and Tony Hawk. So, you know, turnabout's fair play in it. Like, the Sony mascots are now on Xbox and the people who made the best Xbox game are now on Sony's payroll. It's weird, but, you know, turnabout's fair play, I suppose. I mean...
1: Still waiting on how it turned out to be. Just knowing the movement at the moment, right? There's a little,
0: you know, people keep saying it's moving quicker than expected, which is good. I'm hoping it gets done by the end of the year so that I can get free Call of Duty and I don't have to pay for it and save with Diablo 4. That's what I'm hope- That's all I care about is getting free stuff on Game Pass. <laughs> That's the only reason I want this acquisition done.
1: Yeah, so I was kind of thinking like I was like daydreaming because I got my daydreaming, which I daydream for like four hours every day. Oh, it's yeah. Like it's some kind of a job. So I just like pace up and down and like think about things. And then when you just mentioned about Darth Vader, it just reminds me of like, you know there's a like, trend like the, the multiverse and everything? Yeah. I was thinking like, I just really hope Halo were going into this whole multiverse thing where you have different timelines, like there's a timeline oh, no. where Halo 6 came out instead of Halo Infinite and deals with Cortana stuff, uh-huh. there's Halo Infinite timeline and there's things like that and then I've just been thinking about the Master Chief who's like part of Banished and has like more wackety armor that's like painted red and black interesting and it's like got a big red visor and I was thinking oh this is a really cool to see a Banished Master Chief like what they did for like uh, I think it was a uh, negative Optimus Prime from the war for Cybertron right. I think they did like a dark Optimus Prime that's all black with a red visor I was thinking about that for, like, Master Chief. Right. But speaking of which, like, there's so many red coatings on, like, Halo Infinite that they thinking that 343 three Eyes, like, making stuff for the Banished.
0: <laughs> uh, the Banished are great, though. I, uh, great baddies. I think that if, if you want to give Infinite any, like, praise, I think the baddies, the Banished, are a good choice. Uh, Halo, like, Halo 5 well, kind of left us in a bad place, whereas they kind of Retconned a little bit of it, and it made it kind of made sense. It, essentially, they felt like there should have been a Halo six between five and Infinite, like uh, they, like they basically skipped over a whole games worth of like uh, plot progression with Cortana, really. But it kind of works. I, I know,
1: missed a four one stuff. Like yeah. I was expecting to keep on coming. Instead, they came back to Covenant, and this time they rebranded them as. Vanished. but i think these are like the b enemy or like say the enemies of like halo first instead of like trying to do a experimentation of uh for one of uh prometheans or stuff like that which is like um in halos four and five so
0: yeah they're supposed to have the endless i mean that's what they were teasing is the new a new team called the endless a new faction so I'm wondering mm. what that's about, if we're ever going to see that. The DLC will probably come out in 2028 or something like that. Uh,
1: well, so far, there's some good feedback on the co-op of that Halo Infinite. Yeah. So hopefully it should be good enough for us to play together and beat it on like
0: Lasso Legendary. Yeah, I haven't got around to playing in Legendary yet, and I haven't played the co-op yet. I'm waiting for the beta to finish. I don't want to start the, do the beta and then have to do it all again. I want to lock all the achievements and stuff and do it properly in one go. You know what I mean? So, I'm waiting for it to be officially released.
1: That's why you got me as a blue personal assistant that's in the palm of your hand.
0: The weapon,
1: oh, or <laughs> Uh Yeah. I did, like, a fan of, of, like, Master Chief and Salem for Ruby. Right. Because Salem's, like,
0: has the same voice actress as, like,
1: uh, Cortana.
0: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that last week when we were talking about the TV show. Or was it oh, the I, week before? I can't remember. <laughs> so, I mean, so, so I mean, Bungie, bye Bungie, we'll miss you. Um, you traitors. Well, I hope they you Judas You fucking Judas! You fucking backstabbing <laughs> Judas's! How dare you!
1: Stab me in the back. Yeah, they're probably just like do the bungee, job the and bungee then, like, jump. The
0: bungee jump. Yeah, they well, like bungee jumped into like Sony's arms, didn't they? Like you know, from one like from being independent. I, I love how they were mm. like, it, like they like we uh, independence is important to us. We'll never be part of a big company again. And it's like, oh, Sony want to buy us? Okay, yeah, sure. It's like okay, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we move on to our topic of the show? <laughs> yep we are going to do a little bit of time travelling. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I hope it doesn't get copyrighted for, like, having the beats to back yeah. the feature.
0: It's the power of love!
1: Anyway, so... <laughs>
0: well, I mean, in the
1: an the ideal world, like, Today, it could have been like 2015 from Back to the Future Part 2. And then it didn't happen. It's just like more depressing than ever. Yeah. And now we're just getting close to recession. Plus, 40 degrees of heat outside. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I'm on
0: Mustafar I mean, at the moment, which is the lava planet on uh, in Star Wars. And that's about as hot as it is in the UK at the moment. It is, it's very hot. It's just molten lava going down the streets of, of, of Cardiff, where I live. <laughs>
1: It's like being the equivalent of a potato chief left in a deep fat fryer. Oh, yeah. Delicious. (laughs) Cooking the potatoes.
0: Triple cooked?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's happened over like three
0: years. (laughs) So we're doing a bit of a time travel because this is episode 10 of the podcast. We're doing a time travel episode where we're going 10 years into the past. And 10 years into the future. Ooh. Let's do the time. I'm trying to think of more time ref- time machine references. Can't think of any. So we're back in the year 2012. I'm in the 2012 Xbox user interface. So that looks fun. Uh, you can't, Alice can't see it, but it, 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 it looks cool. It looks cool.
1: Um, That's because our technology is like so backwards that we don't have so much of the stuff there. Because back in 2012, I don't know if I still have a Mac... Oh, yeah, I bought a MacBook Air that's, like, low spec. And the computer's, like, low spec too. Like, I haven't, like, replaced it. But then it's, like... I got an Ava Media HD, which I still have. But I used it to, like, record footage and put it on YouTube just to do tests. And, yeah, I just, like, got some, like, penance on it. I used to like do ripping sound comparisons between Halo's Four and Reach, yeah, and it got like thousands of views. And I thought yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But now I'm just like, today I'm just like going to be well, not today because we're in
0: two thousand twelve. <laughs> yeah, we're but... get... Yeah, we're not in twenty twenty two. We're two thousand twelve. we've gone back. And well, done. it's
1: better anyway because it's better to like uh, deal with the threat of the world ending at the end of two thousand twelve, which is just a some My stuff. Uh, MIPs. Yeah, that was good time. And then there's like 2022, where there's a threat of a new PM, there's increased heat, and likely to have a recession. Oh, yeah. So it's actually like a literal
0: end of the world there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're all going to die. Okay, so in 2012, the birth was the birth of Potato Chief... This channel was born in 2012, so that's an interesting uh, statistic right there. Shoot him! Um, Shoot him while you can! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think there's this thing called Game Grumps that's going to be coming out soon. I'm just going to... Uh, mm. <laughs> or it's just come out yesterday or the day before. I think it's going to be a phenomenon. A John Tron guy, I'm sure he's going to stay around. Um, <laughs>
1: call back. To- <laughs> I don't really remember anything else outside of games like... What about the anime and stuff like that? I don't. I know. have no idea. But I do know there's a TV show called the Matt
0: Lucas Awards. Oh, that was a good. That was a weird show. I remember that show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I have a big list of games that came out in 2012. Uh, 2012 was a banging year. It was so good. Um, I have a massive. Do you want me to read the list off? Because it's going to take me a while. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I got the list of my own too. Oh, nice. Okay, so. Should I read mine out and see if there's any I missed and you can tell me? So yeah, Okay, so right. it's Borderlands 2, Telltale's The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. Dishonored, Halo 4, Far Cry 3, Forza Horizon 1, XCOM, Mass Effect 3, Fez, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Street Fighter X Tekken, Trials Evolution, Darksiders 2, uh, uh, Counter-Strike Go, Kings of Amalur Reckoning. Diablo 3, Max Pain 3, Journey, Mark of the Ninja, Assassin's Creed 3, uh, Faster Than Light FTL, Hotline Miami, Gravity Rush, Hitman Absolution, World of Warcraft Mr. Pandaria, Sleeping Dogs, The Unfinished Swan, Persona 4, Dragon's Dogma, Spec Ops The Line, and New Super Mario Bros. U! <laughs> So we. Are,
1: that's quite a lot actually it's a
0: big year I've been mean, looking at that I'm like damn some of these games are like bonafide classics now I'm like what a year um I was going through my old videos and I did have a game of the year for that year so uh, do you want to guess out of that list what was my game of the year for 2012
1: um I'm guessing it's not like Halo 4 is it no nope. it's not no because I, I think you just went through the list so much that I was just thinking like, uh, I don't know about like the Assassin's Creed 3 or the Witcher 2. yep. Nope.
0: Or are 2, I, I didn't, didn't see know, that. Was, because,
1: that was that out as well? Oh, wow. Because you did, like, Let's Play fits on, like, Borderlands 2, and I was expecting, like, the mapper impression on that. Oh, yeah. Far Cry 3. I'm Napa. <laughs> I'm Nappa
0: <laughs> That's how I started out. Oh, damn it, Vegeta. Sorry, the mapper. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But no, it's a, it's a. God damn it, that is. It's a long list of games that came out that year. Um, So, no, it, it wasn't Halo, it wasn't Far Cry, it wasn't Borderlands, it wasn't Forza. It was something a bit smaller. I'll see, maybe that's a bit of a clue. Um, dro- uh, uh, Minecraft? No, Minecraft didn't come out in 2012.
1: It was out in 2000. Uh, Trials
0: Evolution. That's a good game, but no. Uh, well, we were just talking about As, As to Falls. That is something very similar to that.
1: Oh. Uh, so it's not like Beyond Good and Evil HD, is it? No. Uh, you said something smaller than that. Uh, it's not Quantum Controndrum,
0: is it? <laughs> no. Uh, do we just to tell you? Bastion! Do you just to tell you? You don't seem to be. Do you want just tell you? <laughs> yeah. Uh Tell Telltales The Walking Dead season one was my game of the year
1: 2012. Oh yeah it is. I was like, oh I'm not completely aware of that. Yeah. But I think back then it was like I haven't really played it. Oh, so. On that yeah because I was going through the list on like my Xbox. Yeah. It's possible I may have like played it on the PlayStation 3, which I started yeah. like I got it on the PC and then I just like Played it
0: on PlayStation Three, and then I played the game on like Xbox One. Yeah, so uh, I, I it's an easy platinum or an easy thousand gamer score as well. So if you if you guys, should, I would recommend season one, season two and three. I'm not bothered really. It wasn't that first. Season one had me crying like mm. a baby at the end of it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> no. You should have done a like
1: a let's play on it. I know, I was
0: honest, surp- because
1: I haven't really seen that.
0: I'm time. surprised I didn't actually. The amount of let's plays I was doing back in the day. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed The Walking Dead. That was a lot of fun. Um. I, I Would I, I? I put on my notes. Is it still game of the year? Like looking at that list, would I still give that game of the year? Probably. Looking at the list, so Mass Effect Three, maybe Borderlands Two, Dishonored's a good game. Some really good games on this list, but I think I would. Yeah. I think I still would give it to Walking Dead because it. It was my. It's probably my favorite story, like uh, story-based game ever. And it kind of got me prepared for The Last of Us, which came out the year afterwards, which I like part one. I hate part two. Before <laughs> funny goes, you well, don't like The Last of Us. Well, I like the first one, but... Well,
1: I mean, The Walking Dead, like, it just like involves Kenny and you have to, like, try to please him to get him to join your team. Like, he was particularly difficult. Oh, but then it just looks like that Mr. Biggins from, like... Adventure
0: Island yeah. games in the n e s The thing with The Walking Dead is like it have branching stories like what the, like As Dust Falls has, but all the stories ended up going back to the same bit anyway. It all pretty much ended the exactly the same way for everybody. So it was like, okay. Um, so your decisions don't really have weight. You just have the illusion of choice instead of actual choice. Uh, That's probably the only negative I'd really say about the original *The Walking Dead*. Mm. The art style was good. It hasn't maybe it hasn't really held up that well, but uh, the choices were fun. The story was like really in- intriguing. I really enjoyed it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was like, that was when I was in university as well. So I just started uni. Um, So I was a bit more hipstery. Like, yeah, indie games are the best, man. Screw mainstream AAA. Yeah. <laughs> Triple A games suck. we are going to go indie all the way.
1: <laughs> now, you haven't heard through my list, and there's a little bit more detail.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I apologise. Your list. Uh,
1: last year, I got, like, Microsoft Kinect that came out for the Xbox 360. Oh, my what God. What happened to that now? Where's Kinect? There was one with Xbox One, and then it's gone.
0: Yeah, thank God. I mean, I honestly, mean, oh I just no. got the Xbox One. Uh, yeah, I got the um,
1: Xbox One once, and it's like got a Kinect plug. They expected you to use it when it was launched, but now they just got rid of it completely. So it's now like uh, beggars. Even like Xbox One X doesn't have any ports for it anymore. So
0: thank God.
1: But yeah, <laughs> I know it's not like in 2012. But I started with Kinect Adventures, which I paid little. I played Fruit Ninja Connect, which, is my opinion, is like the best game. You just like wave your arms so much to chop up fruit, and it was fun for the time. But apart from that, it's just like a gimmick, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, I, but I did get like Rayman Origins, and like I just like oh. got 1000, especially beating that like really hard level. So it's alright, but then I'm just like got off the whole franchise. So.
0: Rayman, Rayman Origins is great. Was that 2012? That that was a good game that was. I think it probably would be uh the the Wii U came out that year, because New, New Super Mario Bros. U was on my list, so I'm assuming it was the it was the Wii U launch title. So yeah, that's a great game. Um, yeah. There's also like
1: Beyond Good and Evil H D, which I think it came out in two thousand twelve. And know. it was like funny the time where I got in and play like one of the biggest games on like the Playstation Two back in two thousand and three. Yeah. And now you can get in HD, so it's good, but it's just, like, work your time, and it's just, like, some platforming and doing some stuff. But I think it's, like, particularly aged. Yeah. But it's still, like, a really impressive game from that Rayman developer. So I think they were saying about, like, doing Beyond Good and Evil 2, so it's not, like, around anymore. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're still working on it. Instead, they were just, like, doing... Rabbids, and now they got Rabbids crossing over with Mario with the
0: second sequel. No. and I'm like,
1: what is this developer up to? I
0: think I. Uh, the original Mario Cross Rabbids is actually pretty fun, though. It's like XCOM. I really enjoyed it. Got it on the Switch. Uh, I'm mm. not sure if I'll get the sequel, though. I, but
1: yeah, it's just like the. the I seek to show there's a bit of a habit, too, where I made through my back catalog. So I played like. Uh, Deuce X, uh, Hugh, human revolution dlc which is like it's not the battery reset or some sort but it's just like a dlc there yeah also like went through vanquished got the rest of the achievements in elder Scrolls for oblivion amongst others so i'm just going through them then i've got like naruto storm generations which is like a forgettable game because the whole purpose of it is like you get a watered down story and you get all those characters from like uh, Naruto Storm One and Two, which gets all those characters together, and that predates like having so, so much DLC for the game. Yeah. Now you can get like Naruto Storm Legacy, which contains all the games out there. So I haven't like got it, and it was on the sale once. So I think it's on sale still because of an anime um on like Xbox. So yeah, yeah there's anime month this month.
0: Yeah, i forgot about that. You can get points for doing anime games. Need to get around to doing that. I haven't got around to doing that yet. Um, so was there anything else we wanted to discuss about two thousand and twelve? a weird year. I
1: still got way more. Yeah, go ahead. Because there's a you know the summer of arcade where they like released a bunch of games oh, I miss that. Every August. Yeah,
0: I miss Summer of Arcade. It's such a good it was such a good program. Wish they brought it back. Well Well, this
1: is the first time where Xbox Live Arcade games got like four hundred gamers score. Now it's like a thousand game score, and that's been abused so much. It, like, it started with 200 game score, and now it's like 400 game score. And I think that seems more reasonable. So, yeah. in there, there's like a sum of Xbox, yeah. which, if I can bring it up somewhere, uh, like, I, there's two games at the back of my mind. Yeah. There's a Dust Elysian t- Tale. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, really good. I really enjoyed it because it's made by one guy. And it's, like, got some good animations. I remember that game, Unfortunately, yeah. it didn't, like, uh like, didn't get sequels or anything like that. So it's a bit of a one-hit wonder. Yeah. But it got released on, like, different platforms, like PlayStation 4. And it's just really good because you've got, like, Dust and there's Fidget. I think Fidget is, like, voiced by... Uh, Lindsay James, which is like who the one who plays Ruby. Yeah,
0: yeah, Lindsay from uh, Cheaper Earth. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, according, according to the list, you also got like hybrid Tony Hawk's post skater HD, oh. which is interesting. <laughs> and there's like a racketeer, so I'm like, haven't heard much of it or as far as I remember.
0: so... Was Fez in the Summer of Arcade that year, or was that separate? Because.
1: Uh, it's just what that came out that you know, yeah f- Speak of the which, there's like quantum contundrum, which is apparently made by this few s- of the people who have actually worked on portal. Yeah. It's like portal, except you switch between different dimensions, so you can like have a mobile planet, then you switch it to the metal planet, yeah. cushion planet, and stuff like that. This one's a bit difficult because you have to like keep switching between dimensions in order to solve puzzles and it's like yeah it's a bit tricky and it's like it's just like really too hard yeah but it was came out at the same time like I was on the game chat with the, some other friends like I don't know it's a bit like uh the Dark Souls where it's with Dave and it's like playing for the game and it's like so difficult and I was saying like Quantum Quantum is a bit more harder and then I was like how long I was what because Dark Souls is like so punishing, yeah. Whereas this one is like really frustrating, all right. But at around the same time, I just like introduced the richer, so I played the Witcher 2, which for the first time it comes out on Xbox. Yeah, it's the interface is like a bit iffy and clunky, but the gameplay is just like really interesting and it's like got some good parts about it. I really like the story. Uh, although I haven't got round to like playing The Witcher Three and stuff like that,
0: I'm, I've got The Witcher Three. I haven't got around to playing it yet. The next gen version is supposed to be out this year, so tempted to get the upgraded version of that, play that. Uh,
1: yeah. Then there's like um, a modern re. I think it was re-releases of like Fighting Vipers, Sonic the Fighters, and Virtua Fighter Two on the like, Xbox Live Arcade. And it came out towards the end of the year. Then there's like Far Cry 3, which I believe I got it for Christmas. And it involves like burning the weed garden. And you have this really fun music playing back in the background. <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> then you just like use the flame for a burn all that weed. And it's like, oh, wow, it's so satisfying. About- Not to mention like there's an enemy who's like... Oh, it's... So what's the definition of insanity and then you just like go into some like weirdness? And, yeah, it's just really unique because you have this gameplay you go into different outposts yeah. and take them over. And I think yeah that gameplay is a bit more simpler. So Far Cry three is just like really good.
0: Yeah, so that's Vase I think is the baddie. and the weed burning thing, they've done that in every Far Cry since apparently. I've heard that in multiple reviews they say <laughs> that they're repeating themselves. So I mean, Far Cry Three was like the one that broke the mold and came up with a load of things, but it kind of they've copied it ever since. Apparently, so if you played a Far Cry since Far Cry Three, you've probably played the same, pretty much the same game, which is a bit frustrating. Apparently, um, I would
1: rather like see more Blood Dragon because oh, that so one good.
0: is the shit. I love Blood Dragon.
1: Or should I say? Ah,
0: shit. Yeah. So, did you ever like? Did you ever meet Phil Fish from uh, Fez? What? What's that? You know the game Fez. Have you ever played it? Yes, Fez. Yeah, it was made by this guy called Phil I... Fish. He was he had a bit of a a bit of a breakdown on the. He was really big internet famous for like a year, and then he had a bit of a breakdown and then disappeared off the face of the planet. Um, I met him briefly in Games, uh, Game City in uh, Nottingham. He seemed like a nice guy, but yeah, he couldn't cope cope with the fame of uh, being an indie developer that people knew, which is weird. Uh, oh, my my just yeah. messed up. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it's a bit of a shame. But then I haven't heard no. much from him, so I think he's a bit of a hypocrite. Yeah, but apart, but never mind about him because there's plenty more fish in the sea. Hey. <laughs> But uh, so anyway, I only played the bit of Fez on like the PlayStation Three, it's a good game. or is it like PlayStation Four, or the Wii, or the Switch? I don't know. Yeah, it
0: was a good game. I I played on the 360 and the Vita. I played on both of those. So. Mm. It's a good, it's a fun game. It's. Cr-
1: I think we're forgetting like one game that is just like really huge, and it's what definitely got me into this whole franchise. So I don't know what you're thinking of.
0: Yeah, what game? Uh, Minecraft on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. All oh, right, I, I was because Minecraft came out like before that, really. But I suppose I, I didn't count it as a separate game. But yes, it was on the three hundred and sixty in two thousand twelve, which was what got me into Minecraft. So yeah, I did play it on PC before then, but the, it was the 360 one that I really spent hours and hours and hours on, like six to like till six o'clock in the morning, making like random crap that (laughs) yeah
1: yeah because um, I think it's just like uh, like I think it was one of the first games where they introduced the 400 game score like I just got into it and it's like really blown away like how much freedom you have I used to have like the Java test version on the PC and it's interesting then Xbox 360 is when you're like check it out and you get a full understanding of what's it like because before then it's just like you notice so much about the game and how you get on well with it so yeah but I just like got into so much stuff of it that they didn't come up with some creative mode in the first place then they just added more features like creative mode and stuff like that and I thought gosh this game is like so good and then you can like do more things with it. So I think it's for this reason like, I really enjoy playing the Xbox Three Sixty version. Then it's just like changed, and now it's got more features. tries to catch up with the Java, yeah. and it's still doing that. But I certainly like miss like playing the Xbox Three Sixty edition. It was so good. Yeah. Also, it's like one of the biggest games that the Achievement Hunter did. Yeah. Where they did that Achievement City. Yeah. And it's like wow, it's great. I like I... so.
0: Yeah, like when I first started playing Minecraft, <clears throat> it was mainly people my age going, "Man, you gotta try this game out. It's so cool, survival game." And it was like it was like almost like like a cool underground game. And now it's like all the kids play it, and it's like, "Oh, you played Minecraft? You what? You 12? I'm like, "No, <laughs> I play it because it's a good freaking game." I would say it's like uh, it got a top list of my top ten games of all time. I think it's. Number three or number four? One of my favourite games ever made. I mean, I love Minecraft. It's such a great game. It's like a masterpiece. Um, well, I Well, you that. just
1: remind me, like, I once had, like, a bunch of kids who just joined in my Minecraft world so we can get achievement for making the pig fall off the cliff while on the
0: saddle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You uh, like, we were talking about my nephews earlier and playing Peppa Pig with them. I'm totally introducing them to Minecraft though, because luckily, mm. luckily my sister and my uh, brother-in-law don't know much about Minecraft, so it's like, yes, this is my this is my in, because mm. like basically my my sister uh, is like going, uh, teaching my nephew Pokemon already, like showing him Pokemon and like going playing Pokemon Go and all this stuff already. So it's like, well, Minecraft is mine. I'm gonna <laughs> Minecraft is gonna be the thing that I'm a cool uncle for showing him Minecraft, and that's the one I'm gonna be. Teaching them how to play Minecraft and get like creeper toys and stuff, you know, that's that's my game. That's, that's the one I'm going to be playing with my nephews, I think for sure. <laughs> uh,
1: there's also like Trials Evolution. That's a fun name, yeah. Yeah, this one came out on the same year too. It's a, it's the first sequel to like Trials HD, yeah. where you just go around on a bike and go through the obstacles. So it's like, yeah, it's really interesting. You play all those tracks. And then it just gets progressively harder. And it's just like, oh gosh, you had to do precise jumps and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, there's just like huge, like I couldn't even like beat the whole game. Yeah. And then this DLC came out and thought like, oh, I just can't really catch odd. up with all of it.
0: It's like, Yeah, it's, it's
1: just like, crazy. It's almost
0: like a puzzle game as well. You were talking about Achievement Hunter. This was a big game for Achievement Hunter as well. Like Jack Patillo from Achievement mm. Hunter was obsessed with this game. Um, it was, yeah. S-
1: speaking of that, because I think there is a uh, some of arcade game pack, or is it like the classic pack where Jack's got that uh, skin and use it in Let's Play Minecraft yeah. that came from Trials Evolution?
0: Small, yeah, exactly. So it's small, it's, it's funny that I know we, it, everything comes back to Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you if you look at all the p- transactions that Microsoft's stem. I think buying Minecraft is probably their best thing they've done. I think, I think uh, all, all, yes. all the companies they bought two billion. That two was it two point five billion. That feels like a steal now. Like people at the time were like <laughs> going, "Really paid that much for Minecraft?" And now they've just spent like nearly seventy million on bloody Activision. It's like, nah, give me Minecraft. Like uh, Minecraft Legends. I can't wait. That's gonna be a really fun game coming out next year. So we got new, we got new exclusives. Come- well. I'm not sure if it's exclusive or not, but we got a new Minecraft game coming out next year, so that should be fun as well. Oh,
1: it... I think it's coming out on different platforms, like the Nintendo Switch.
0: Oh, yeah. or, or should I say in 10 years' time, because we're still in 12, 20, uh, 2012. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's in 10 years' time! Uh, no, but yeah, mm. Minecraft. I, I could talk about Minecraft all day, it is one of my favourite games ever, and it's uh, a masterpiece. Uh, I don't think it came out in 2012, but the, as you said, the Xbox version did, so... I suppose you can count that because mm-hmm. we are on Xbox Channel. So, uh, yeah, I remember doing that achievement as well—the one with the pig on the saddle. That was a tri- that was like the that was considered the hardest achievement, I think. And the on the rail achievement, we had to do a long, uh, like well, five hundred ma- meter, uh, rail in a, in one direction and go. Because you need the power rails as well at the time yeah. and stuff like that. So that was a pain. That
1: required so much iron and sticks. Yeah. Like you have to mine so much iron and then you just like get the mine track in. And it was like quite a huge feat. I managed to build that like a few times before. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it's crazy. Now those days you just learn, get a YouTube tutorial, how to build an iron farm. And you get tons of iron from that. Yeah. So it's a bit difficult to set up, but at least you don't have to deal with like collecting iron. And speaking of which... One of the recent additions to the Minecraft is now you get war iron. So if you get the yeah. axe that's got fortune three on, you can now like get more iron from iron blocks.
0: Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, what, so, have you had any more notes about two thousand and twelve? Because we we haven't gone to the future yet. We need to. Get...
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think there was some like good stuff in two thousand and twelve. Like there's Halo Four, yeah. and it was the first time that like Bungie passed over the torch over to 343 yeah i was like yeah it's actually good because i kind of find the halo 4 to be really neat there's like cool things about the prometheans and stuff like that and it's like wow it's really good enjoy the sound effects and the music and not everyone's like it's not everyone's cup of tea not my really and the multiplayer is interesting but i think it's just like tries to mimic the films too much like you get some like like really bright corridors, tried to go for some like lots of special effects. Yeah. And end up like a bit of a more saturated one. I mean
0: Halo 4 was super pretty. It was a very pretty game, I'll give it that. But then mm. I was, like the Prometheans like the uh, the I forgot what they're called now, the, the the main bad the main baddie Prometheans are like almost invincible. You mean the the... watchers are they called
1: Are they like watchers Promavian Knights. Promavian Knights, yeah. Even like the, and
0: Qualys. They're not very well designed when it comes to like when it comes to Halo bad guys, the government are like kind of perfect, they have like a good balance between them. Whereas they were kind of broken. And then most of the guns had like low ammo and you and it was like I don't know. And the multiplayer was too much like Call of Duty. It was like kills it was mm. all kill streaks and stuff and not about Gun, uh, gun placements and uh, pr- uh, territory and
1: ordnance drops. Yeah, like if you get enough like kills and everything, you can call for which weapon you want. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a bit inventive, but yeah, I can agree with you. It's
0: like a bit too much like Call of Duty. Yeah, I wasn't fast on it. I still, I still played the shit out of it. <laughs> I played it for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. but I, I would prefer Halo Three. Uh, a moth just flew into my yeah. There
1: is like you. The characters of Halo 4 is, like, iffy. Yeah. Like, there's Diedacht, which is probably the most interesting addition of a character and, sadly, like, Overload. He's quite literally, like, uh them with some bigger nostrils, but has that sick armour. Yeah. And, unfortunately, he's, like, killed off pretty quickly. In the cutscene. Then he was just, like, uh, Captain Dell, that big, loud Oh, he's annoying. He
0: was annoying. I hated him.
1: He's he is quite literally look uh
0: women for the wolf. Yeah, you're right, you're right, that's spot on. Uh I think yeah, uh, if big smeghead Good thing
1: and also there's uh, another character like I think it was like Sama Palmer, the spartan. Yeah. Like she's quite literally annoying and like talks shit. Yeah. Um unfortunately it's like it, she should have been like an interesting character, but she was made to be extra Northern. Yeah. But then it's just like there's uh Thomas Lasky, the captain of the Halo Infinite, and I thought he was interesting. Glad he's still around in like Halo Infinite, but others is like meh.
0: Yeah. I feel like the the storyline with Cortana and the ending with Cortana was really emotional and all that and I thought that was really well done. Half from that one, faster than the story, but I felt the Cortana stuff was the best bit, really, of Halo 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and like building up the characters and making Chief a bit more three dimensional, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, Halo 4 is not my favourite Halo game, wouldn't even be in my top three or four, for sure. I would say all the Bungie games I prefer over Halo 4, I think. There's not really a Bungie game I, I dislike and... more than four. Well, in my opinion, Halo 5 is like,
1: stepped up on the gameplay, but not so much when it comes to, like, microtransactions yeah. and the story's, like, m- much worse. There's, yeah. like, Team Osiris, but they can not get off, like, Master Chief and stuff like that, and I think they had some bad design decisions. But Halo 4 is like, oh, try something new, and then they just can not get off. Like, they still have Covenant in because they feel as if Prometheus are not going to fly off the ground. Yeah. Likewise, they, they got... New Promethean weapons, but they're too similar to human weapons. They're like turn like future, and it's like, I mean, come on, like, they've got to be like have more imagination, yeah. they got to go beyond like knights, watchers, and crawlers. And it's like,
0: yeah, Halo, f- yeah,
1: but it was good for the time, and then now it's just like you've got Halo Infinite, and it's like, uh, really better, but then Halo Infinite is like not doing pretty well when it comes to, as a live service game, yeah. so
0: yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't one well, that's on Halo 4. Uh, I was going to say something, I've totally forgotten that I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, also, also, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So you were saying about microtransactions in Halo Five? We're in two thousand twelve. Microtransactions are not a thing. So this is a great time to be alive because <laughs> I hate microtransactions. Yeah. That was like the probably the best thing about two thousand twelve was the. the uh, like I think horse armor in Oblivion was like the first real big sign of like microtransactions, but people kind of all ganged up said that's a stupid idea. Why are you doing horse armor? And now it's been like, and now everyone, <laughs> now we got to the stage where it's like, ooh, horse armor, sign me up.
1: <laughs> Not only that, you get like blue or red coatings for your weapons for a price. Yeah. Or is it? It's fucking blue! Mm. And there's fucking red! Yeah, if it... And you see them in like Halo Infinite. You can tell that this game is already failing already. Gosh. I mean, that was. But at least the gold armor in Halo Infinite is good. Yeah. I want to spend the money on that. I've... But yeah, we're all bred at
0: this, to be honest. I think that was what Andrew Joe said, just like there's like a gun in uh, Valorant, there's blue, and it's like four grand. It's like four, four, four grand for blue, for fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, that's what we've got to. I'm like, oh my god, I hate it. I hate it so much. It makes me really mad. Um, <clears throat> anything else in 2012 we want to discuss before we go back to the future? can we
1: stay in 2012 and like try to do it again with 10 years time because that way I can catch up with books get more books and don't have to grow old but since we travel back in time I'm like uh, almost 35 and now I'm just like uh, well there 's got to be
0: something better to deal with it. i thought oh. I mean are we going to be the same age we travel back to two thousand and twelve, but i 'll still fee fee for am I going to be twenty three now if we go back? I, I, if, if I go back in time we'd like be twenty three again I would love that because university was the best years of my life, so I would totally do it again
1: <laughs> but when I travel back to like two thousand and twelve i 'll be like up to my sister 's wedding, except her husband is actually the one who cheated and somehow she like split off, divorced him, so and there's like other things happening in 2012. I mean I also like met my grandfather for the last time before he died so it's particularly sad but
0: yeah. Mm. That's a bit of a downer. I
1: don't know what really happened for you in like 2012 apart from Let's Play.
0: University. That was pretty much it. I was in uni, had my own flat. I had friends and a bit of a social life. Whereas now I don't really have either. (laughs) Uh, I love you. I love my uni years were like the best years of my life. I would. I would never. uh, People where people go. I regret going to uni. I'm like never, never regretted it at all. Loved it. Loved every second of it. It was so good. Um, Yeah.
1: I have fond memories of in Newport University. Even though it's like the course is not so much, yeah, it's just like the life associated with it is so exactly. it's like really good. That's why I agree. Really nice to go for Wales. If you compare it, and if I were to compare it to like Birmingham, visiting the Bull Ring, which is within walking distance, is brilliant. Yeah. And there's also, how do I put it? There's also like. Um, like the Falmouth launchpad where they did the masters in, you're pretty much like in the university space, and and pretty much is what you get when you just try to work in the office setting. So, out of all these, it's just like, yeah, those are, I think the new port really is like really good. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping I can get a games job after it. Guess what? Like, I didn't even like get into it. Like, I applied for work experiences, working in the Cancel for like a, two weeks and didn't even like pull off the ground, even working in the animation studio, only yeah. to work in Unity. And guess what? Like, after all these, it's just like couldn't even get a very decent, really good job yeah. that benefits my skills. <laughs> so yeah. now I'm just like back here doing podcasts with no sign of life.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I have a job at the moment, but it's not very good, and it's not really to do with video games. So, I'm in the same boat, really. I wish my qualifications meant more, but I still enjoyed university immensely. Um, I mean, we've been talking for about an hour. Should we get to? Should we go to the future quickly? Do a quick yes. Let's see.
1: Let's see if we can survive
0: twenty (laughs) thirty (laughs) two. I'm changing. Oh, we're in 2032. The year is 2032, and looks a bit the same, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a dystopian, but yes, we are in a dystopia.
1: Um, and I think I lost some of my family members too. Yikes. I didn't. I can't really count. And also, it's just like yeah. um, I can't really see if I publish any books. But twenty thirty two is just a bit more bleak. It is a little bleak. Like, there's more trans, there's more trans people, and now you have like cyber augmentations. But apart from that, it's just like fascism in some areas. And I think Scotland may have left the UK, so I don't know.
0: Oh man, are, bit are we stuck? Are we? St- are the Welsh stuck with the English? Don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be stuck with the Tories. Uh, <laughs> the Tory, pa- too bad. The Tory to party is the because <laughs> the, the Tory party is still in charge, and somehow Boris yeah. Johnson's going back in charge again, even though he's just left. He's just come back somehow.
1: And now it's likely that the candidates leading up to replace him are now becoming more transphobic. Yeah. Like you, you have, like climate change, the the economy and the poverty and all they doing at the moment of the leadership race is like talking hate towards like trans people and like and dealing with more culture wars bullshit and it's like what, what's going on even Penny Baudin is like pro-trans it's now tr- pretending to be the most vile trans fave ever and it's like this is just a bit fucked up. very really. hey
0: fucked up. God, ugh. ugh. ugh.
1: Can we just uh, discuss this whole thing because I don't want to look at twenty thirty two for an extra thirty minutes? Uh,
0: well, I was I was hoping we could talk about the uh, video game side of twenty thirty two. Not this.
1: Yeah. So let's get through this. <laughs> twenty thirty
0: two is already looking like really bad. So I was going to do some predictions for what we I think the world's going to gaming wise is going to be like in ten years time. So. Um, what I think is the big, maybe dystopian one. Seeing how you feel about this one, uh, when it comes to consoles, is I feel that the PlayStation or Nintendo will be took will be part of a mega corporation, and they're going to be taken over by either Amazon, Disney, or Elon Musk or something. So one one of these mega companies with billions of dollars are going to buy the PlayStation or the or the Nintendo or Nintendo. I think that's happening. At some point, in the I, next think 10 years. Just,
1: um, I think it's just. I think, in my predictions, there's that Microsoft ends up buying many businesses, yeah. and they turn into Mega Corporation because they've been buying oh, yeah. businesses like Activision and Bethesda, and I think they're not going to stop at like getting more businesses. In. Yeah, because they've been like so friendly with Nintendo, they
0: may end up
1: like having to buy them in the end. Maybe,
0: uh, I feel like what's going to happen. Yeah. Because like Amazon t- uh, tried to do their Prime stuff and Google tried to do Stadia. And neither of them really worked. And Apple want to get involved. And I feel like games are such a big market. I do feel like PlayStation and Nintendo were prime for one of those big companies to try and take on Xbox and mm-hmm. try and break into the market. They've tried their own things it- and it hasn't worked. It's like, let's just buy a ready-made company that's already doing well. I mean that's bleak. i I'm not looking for the forward to the Amazon PlayStation seven or and the uh, Prime the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. But I have a fad feeling Well, or, or Prime and Amazon the same thing. Apple the Apple Switch too
1: <laughs> Nah I was thinking like in that time that Sony's not gonna turn into a mega corporation because I think if you think about it, they go on like the Playstation but it's not like a huge household name anymore, so yeah. I don't know what's up with it. I feel, but speaking, yeah. speaking of which, speak the they will just end up being the Hollywood game studio. Like, they do AAA games, like celebrity endorsements, yeah. and like have huge special fates, like as if they're making movies. Yeah, they're no longer their Japanese company because of how much they're trying to. Migrate from like Japan over to America as their main headquarters, okay. and now they've just fully established themselves as American company. Yeah. Not like a Japanese games company anymore. Anyway. And that's what
0: makes me think that Apple or Amazon or I'm trying to think of other big ones, Apple, Amazon are the big two, I guess. I feel like one of those mm-hmm. are going to buy Sony and because just so they can have the PlayStation wing under their like brand. Might not even change at all. It might just be exactly the same, but. I feel like th- like there's so much money in it. PlayStation makes so much money that they. I feel like these big companies are bound to be wanting to get involved. I think that's my bleak outlook of what I think the future's going to hold in ten years. Uh, I also think I still,
1: I still think like Sony and Nintendo are still going to be around for a long. Yeah. But for Nintendo, I think they're just so. I think I think they most likely be like folding into the another company. Yeah. And I would imagine Microsoft would buy them. Otherwise, it's just like so strictly the games company. Whereas Microsoft is more like an entertainment company. Yeah. So they end up like
0: being two distinct companies. So that's what I feel. Or Tencent's gonna buy everyone. I forgot about Tencent. They they're already buying everyone as it is. So.
1: Oh god. Well Epic. And that's one of the biggest fears is that China's economy is so bursting that like companies like Tencent will end up like buying more companies. Yeah. And then some them, they spread their China influence and like culture and stuff like that. Because at the moment, like they're anti-LGBT and Oof. somehow like they have like communist uh, feelings of it. But then ironically, some parts of their country is like also capitalist as well. But they've been like really stingy about like surveillance and privacy. And it just seems like it's a bit more of a dystopia. So it's a bit of a worry that they would end up being like a huge country and like taking more parts of the world. Yeah. But I'm not sure about Russia though, and I don't know about America whether they just like split into five states, like what John Titter has predicted. I feel this is like the like the outcome, but just really crossing my fingers and hope like China doesn't like take more parts of the world yeah. because we because I. I know the UK is, like, getting, like, more transphobic and we're hoping to beat that. But it's more worrying when you have, like, other countries that are, like, anti-LGBT and somehow try to erode it on our culture. So that's a problem.
0: Yeah. That's a bit bleak in there. I always always feel like we should be getting more, like, more aware of other people and more... For like forward thinking, yet somehow he seems to be going backwards. It's really weird. I like with the amount of internet and knowledge we have at our fingertips, you'd think we'd be more uh, accepted of other people. But for some reason, it seems to be going backwards. Um, so okay, so back to gaming stuff. I think Sarah Bonds going to become president of Xbox at some point, or take over Phil Spencer's job anyway. Uh, hmm. She's like basically become. She's almost become a figurehead in her own right. Uh, so I feel like she's next in line to be the president of Xbox. Uh, mm. Not super fascinating, but it's probably an interesting intervention. We'll probably see Fallout 5 by this point. Uh, maybe even in real life we'll see a bit of a Fallout 5 real Um
1: They still do. They still have to do with like Starfield. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Starlight this time, okay?
0: Yeah, Starlight. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Starfield at the moment. So hopefully that comes out next and year. And there's
1: like, Elder Scrolls 6. And those two games are coming. Yeah. So sure. I think Fallout 5 will definitely come about 2032. Yeah,
0: that's about right. Because uh, they haven't even started development, really, of Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls. But they said the next game after Elder Scrolls will be Fallout. So we will see Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls is done. And Elder Scrolls hasn't even started being developed yet. So... I imagine we'll probably see Elder Scrolls in about 2030, 2029, and then uh, Fallout mm. 5 we'll probably see uh, 2032, uh, which is depressing.
1: Nah,
0: 2035. Yeah, uh, probably. You know what I like. You just just keep dragging it out. Um, <laughs> and then my other big, big prediction when it comes to the consoles is, well, it's kind of obvious. In 10 years' time, we'll probably be on the new generation of consoles, I'd imagine, if we're going to keep to the same schedule. I think we put... Po- games consoles will be limited
1: to streaming. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. So, that's- physical discs... Yeah, physical discs are no longer. Instead of the games consoles will be like, get really small in size, yeah. or get bigger, because whether they would incorporate more of a ray tracing technology. What? Because at the moment, it's a bit rudimentary and needs to be worked on to become a more fully fledged technology. But even so, it's like being... You get PCs... And you get game consoles. Yeah. And it's likely to run like the Super Nintendo because of like how fast the technology is and now you have better reading speeds. So now it's like you have smaller builds with no loading times at all. Yeah. Like you get Xbox Series X, which you have a, a storage drive that like has a much better reading time. And it's like much quicker to load games. Now it's just the like technology gets so good that it now loads games and you don't even have to wait for them to load which is like fantastic yeah. so, but as for the physical discs now you have to either get them on as digital yeah or you get them through streaming yeah. and that's where they'll be focusing on so you don't there's no longer any like game stores like that mm. there's no games you could buy off the shelf now it's just like you had to buy the games console and you had to use the internet yeah. otherwise it's just like uh, just buy the games console. And if you don't have internet, then tough. tough. Yeah,
0: like what?
1: every home must have internet, or else you won't be able to get anything. And that's what they're pushing for twenty thirty two. Apart from that, you get more electric cars.
0: So, yeah. so yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty much what I was gonna say. So, I feel like the next Xbox, whatever it's gonna be called, my guess was the Xbox Eight, because they can out because the next PlayStation's gonna be in the PS Seven. They can skip ahead of X, of PlayStation, and have one higher number. And if you turn the eight to its side, it's infinite or like multiple uh, infinite possibilities and all this shit. So it could be the Xbox Infinite or the Xbox Eight. That's a guess. Not ha- probably the way off. But my my what I've written down here is that they'll probably have one big console like they have now, which which is probably diskless, I have a, cl- a cloud device like an Amazon Stick. And maybe some kind of like portable device, like a handheld device, and they'll all release at the same time. Most of it will be cloud stream based, but there will be a console for the hardcore people like us who want a physical console still, but it won't be like, it'll probably be, as you said, mainly streaming. Uh, I think that's what the future is, sadly.
1: Speaking of which, I think Flight Simulator will be one game where it's no longer like an actual game. You just, like, go to the internet, visit a website, or get an app, and you just have this whole game that runs completely off the internet. Because the flight simulator on Xbox is, like, a huge download. Yeah. And you still have to stream the maps and everything like that. So I was thinking, like, it will be like Google Earth, except, like, it's, like, Microsoft Flight Simulator that you have to completely stream. Yeah. And I think that's the way that Microsoft's going to be heading for, because... It's like it's too much of a huge game. Yeah. Like unless you have a PC with a massive storage drive, you're not going to be able to get all of it like installed like offline. You just have to like stream and play it. And I think that's the same feeling like when it comes to like MMOs or like Halo and like you have to completely stream it without any loading times.
0: Yeah. Are they going to be using? Because they 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 still use Xboxes as like the, to stream stuff. They have Street the Xboxes built into the servers. So I do think there is going to be some kind of Xbox, like the new Xbox, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's just going to be, uh, mainly streaming. Like you said, there'll probably be an Amazon stick will be the main source of uh, Xbox going forward, uh, and the controller will probably be the same again. Because why fix something that's not broken? Because mm-hmm. the controller is bloody awesome.
1: Just like they do a free for the PlayStation 3.
0: yeah I love, I love my Xbox control so I'm not bothered I'm <laughs> um, anything else I've tried to f- businesses businesses stick to a more
1: flexible subscription service. Yeah. you know the businesses like like you used to buy apps and now they expect you to sign up for subscriptions like yeah. there's a few apps I use, and you expect me to like pay monthly or yearly in order to use it much like the adobe products yeah I, I now it's just like in that futures where uh businesses now have like a flexible subscription service like you, now you can like choose what you want and have what's on it it's a bit like amazon where you already like pay for amazon prime and you get all the stuff you need except like for audible you have to pay extra for it if you want extra channels to have more content on the prime video you pay for those and then you have if you want books you have to sign up for like unlimited kindle library I feel the business is like having subscription services where you pay extra to have more bits on it so I think like bigger corporations, mega corporations will probably have services where you sign up for it and you pay what you want to stream
0: or what to download and
1: that's how I feel that's what's going to happen
0: I agree with that. Uh, 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 well, that's what Game Pass is already, isn't it? That's like Xbox kind of ahead of the curve with that already when it comes to consoles. Um, so I feel like I should ask you a couple of questions and see what you think, if they'd they be yes or no, what you what you think of the outcomes. So uh, do you think that Xbox will be buying Netflix? Because that's a rumour that's been going around. Uh,
1: no. no. Uh, Not unless you want David C- Cabell... Like have his own games
0: on that Xbox. Oh God! I was thinking more Stranger Things, which is which is a lot more uh, likable than Dave Chappelle. That's...
1: But that show is about to enter season five, and by the time we reach twenty thirty two, they will be finished. This is true. Instead, we'll be waiting like Arcane to come out. Like they already cut down on a lot of like uh, subscription services. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the animation projects. So what's if they were to cancel Arcane? they will lose most of their user
0: base. Right. Uh, okay. So you don't think Xbox are going to buy Netflix? Okay. So uh, do you think that Xbox will buy Sega? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, I don't know why they haven't bought Sega. It makes so much sense, right? Well, I think I would explain. Sega and Atlas.
1: At- I don't know which way they went, but they went into the partnership. So Atlas is responsible for like getting physical releases out in the Western markets. Because yeah. Sega is particularly big in Japan. Yeah. Not so much with the Western side. And they said they were focusing on like mobile games. But if you think about it, ever since the Xbox came out, Sega's been working more with Microsoft. And they got their games over there. And there's been rumors about like Microsoft likely to use Sega name on their Xboxes and yeah. stuff like that. And it just seems like Sega is, like, becoming more friendly with Microsoft, like, as some kind of fed to Yeah. So I was just thinking, like, yeah, I think Microsoft would make sure buy Sega and have Sonic as a mascot. I mean, I could definitely see that happening, because in the moment, Sega is, like, a bit of a struggle war. Like, it used to, like, have so much good stuff at the Mega Drive. Yeah. Now it's just, like the games company that you would rather like see the end of because I think they're do- not doing so well on the business side of things yeah so I would definitely see like Microsoft buying Sega in the future I mean
0: I, I feel like it's a no-brainer to me as you said like it would because like Xbox One against get into Japan that's a big thing as you said using Sega as a name to be in Japan and get more Japanese games and like you know have more they say about they want more kid-friendly stuff like you'd have all say all the Sonic games, ever like all like in the in Game Pass, and you'd have all these other JRPGs. It's like I, I, like because Xbox at the moment is like the king of Western RPGs and shooters. We got Western RPGs, we got shooters. We're covered for that. We don't need any more of that. We need some JRPGs. We need some other stuff as well. Now we need fighters, maybe. Some other things bring some stuff over from Sega. I think Sega seems like the best fit, and they also got the super game that they've been working on as well, which is a big project that Sega and Xbox are working together on.
1: Hence, that Microsoft is turning into the mega corporation because they're going to buy more businesses like Sega.
0: I mean, they already are, however,
1: once they uh buy Sega, they would definitely. I would imagine they would have to do the very first thing after that buyout. Want to guess what it is?
0: No, go ahead. Uh,
1: Microsoft Giga Drive. It's like the Mega Drive, only it's the Return of the Form of Glory, where it's a games console that you can play any game on. Because Mega Drives are great for it.
0: The Sega Xbox. (laughs) I don't know.
1: No, Microsoft Giga Drive. Okay. <laughs> um, I have the controllers with three
0: buttons. Easy. Okay, so do you think we are ever going to see an Xbox handheld? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, I think so.
0: It makes sense, right? I mean,
1: I think it's just as uh, Microsoft Mobile, which didn't fly off the ground and stopped doing it. No. And now, like, they keep going to Android but now they're just doing like Service Pro and those sort of things, like now you get like double or foldable screens for it. But I think when it comes to Xbox, I mean, there's Steam Deck from Steam, and they got as far as like doing the streaming only from the website, unless you put Windows on it. So I think Microsoft will probably catch that up by releasing an Xbox handheld that has a full access to Uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass library. I think that's
0: how they could be doing it. I hope so. I really hope so. Or they might be super lazy and just have a a basic tablet with controllers on the side of it and just stream everything, but I would prefer a native handheld, to be honest, than the streaming handheld, but you never know. I feel like it makes too much sense when you want to have everyone playing everywhere. Trying to get into the handheld market would help with that. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe... Um, do you think so I'm trying to think of other questions about 2023 um, do you think that 343 will still be in charge of Halo as a franchise
1: no do you think ha- and I can explain that uh, in my predictions that I don't know how 343 Industries is getting on or whether they will be replaced but there's an endless saga and I think there's going to be one or two, or even three games. Well, I mean, there's going to be two more games as far as games because there's like Halo Four, Halo Five, and there's like Halo Infinite, yeah. and that's like three games. But what they, I know they spent some time to get the Master Chief Collection, and they got the full collection. So I think like they'll probably add Halo Five to the Master Chief Collection next. They'll probably do that. I'm not sure. But what's going to happen is like. The Endless Saga. There's gonna be like a few more games. I don't know how they do it. Like they add DLC to Halo Infinite to continue the story, or they release separate games. But they will get to reach the end of the Endless Saga, and they will get to do the soft reboot of the franchise. I know the Halo Infinite is like trying to be the soft soft reboot and try to like yeah. bring back so much things that have of combat evolved. But once they're done with the Endless Saga, they go to the soft reboot. Start everything again, probably getting it in the multiverse or not. And you have like Master Chief and Cortana, possibly with different voice actors. Oof. And 343 three Industries are more likely to turn out for the worst. And they probably like leave this whole franchise and then you leave it to another developer. Yeah, that's the way I see it.
0: I mean, I'm hoping Halo is still going to be relevant in 10 years' time. That's another thing I was going to say. So do we know is is it gonna still be relevant in ten years time? I hope so. Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, I think they will definitely be most relevant because Halo's already been out for like uh, twenty years, and when Sonic was around for like twenty years, it's like uh, they got this like really bad game after fifteen years, and once they reached about twenty years, um, like hang on a minute, I think they did like Sonic Generations then, but then Sonic's not so big. But Halo is a much bigger franchise mm. and they're still going on so I'm thinking like, they will continue on for 10 more years and and they will probably release more games yeah. but I think they're just trying to go for this expanded world. But speaking of which, you said about like Fallout 5 coming out in 2032. Yeah. I was thinking that the festival will be creating an ultimate game of the world that is 10 times bigger and Skype. Wherever they say 6 that has got like all the nations of the huge map, yeah. which is, like, you have uh, Cerrodiil and Skyrim and everything all combined into one world. Yeah. Or you have Fallout 5. Yeah, you have a massive map, and you can go
0: anywhere. America. It's the whole of America. America. Yeah. Fallout America. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we're going to see a new Fallout game before Fallout 5? Like a new Vegas 2, like, by another developer?
1: Um, I don't know, I doubt it because the thing is, I think that this Sidian is the one who did fallout new Vegas, right? Yeah, they did, yeah, because they're doing like different IPs, yeah. so I doubt they would, they would have another developer making a new Vegas or stuff like that.
0: That's true. I mean, in XL could have could do it because it did fallout before the originals? Um, look at the Wasteland now. um yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, Outland, you got um, Outer Worlds, you've got Avowed by Obsidian, and then they've got Grounded as well. So that's like they yeah. are a bit they are they are a bit busy at the moment. So I can kind of agree with that. Um,
1: and also, I got another prediction that you know the companies, the developers that Microsoft buys, and they have like separate entities, like Bethesda, and you have developers of names. Yeah. Um Yeah. He seems have, no response. You seem to have uh, frozen,
0: I'm still here.
1: Uh well while the potato chiefs like offline. I'm, I'm right, here, um, I'm still here. There's like uh companies that no uh, Yeah. The companies that Microsoft will buy, all of them will turn into like Xbox game studios. Mm-hmm. And they don't have any names attached, so. Uh...
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm still here. I don't know why you keep
1: fr- you're frozen. Okay. Oh, a... uh, he probably gave for the whole intermission. But anyway, you yeah. probably like replace it with a ruby clip. with <laughs> <Probably>. Them screaming. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's start again. Um. Yeah, so the companies that Microsoft buys will form into Xbox Studios without any names attached so if you think of like EDIOS and this like EDIOS Montreal and stuff like that they buy buy any companies like Activision and they turn them into Xbox Game Studios and they don't have any names attached so that way any game they make will be developed by Xbox Game Studios and it will go from the more integrated network so you don't have to like attach it to a single developer, for instance. Mm. Yeah, I think that that way they just make it the biggest game studio in the world.
0: That's possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I still it's still weird to me that the um, E three is is still known as Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Like, are they going to do mm. Xbox, professor and Activision and Blizzard? Next year, I don't think they will. Like they got to just change it back to Xbox, surely. Like I know they're all. Over That's the what side. will
1: happen before twenty thirty two. For sure, definitely.
0: War integration. Yeah. Do you think it, anyway? I got Sorry, I was going to say, do you think there's any more companies that they will buy before twenty thirty uh, two? We said Sega.
1: No, I think I've just moved on from that. So I don't know if you've got any
0: more gaming predictions. Um. Uh, probably I can't really think of anything now. I think, uh, Sega, Sega, Sega joining Microsoft. Uh, Platinum, that can, one, Platinum might might join Microsoft. They they want to be bought by, they like they want to be bought by Microsoft. Microsoft's like, oh, I don't know, really? Yeah, they're not Platinum. Are, I they them more
1: like a. I think they're more like Nintendo's bed cousin or some sort.
0: Yeah, well, apparently they're having they're a bit of trouble with their finances so they really want to get bought by someone and they keep going, Microsoft, buy us, please. We want to be, we want to be bought. So I'm like, okay.
1: Well, they did try to do their Xbox, Xbox exclusive they scale down. Scale bound. Scale bound. Yeah. And see, and how,
0: that see how, how that went. Exactly. That, that's why mm. it's a bit... Mm. I don't know if that'll happen, but maybe. I mean, if they want to still get a Japanese developer, that's a good one. They should try and get I feel like they should try and get Never Realm and try and get more combat exclusive to the Xbox. I think that would be pretty sweet.
1: Well, they did the life service game called Babylon's Fall. Yeah. Oh. And that's a PlayStation exclusive. But this one is not doing very well either, so it just means that they're just gonna end up struggling. Oh, yeah. So I hope they get like Microsoft to buy them because I think they did some like really good hack and slash games. Yeah. Like Melgear Gear, Rising is like really Revenge, huge yeah. and but then, but then uh, I think it's just like hopefully they would get bought out by Microsoft, so
0: yeah, it's just pretty much like that. Fingers crossed, uh, Bayonetta, Scale Bounds, um, mm. Wonderful 101, I think but, Astral Chain, the stuff.
1: I think they're most likely to be doing different IPs because I think Bayonetta 3, as far as I know, could be like the end of the trilogy, yeah. but I don't know. I think it's half owned but by Nintendo, the...
0: half owned by Sega as well. So it's like, ooh, but that's as well.
1: Anyway, i got more predictions since you're running out. Yeah, me. yeah, sure. And I think this time it goes outside of a gaming and goes into more technology. Ooh, okay. So my prediction is to 2032, there will be more work on robotics and they'll probably be bringing out cybernetic augmentations. All right. Because by about 2032, it's just like, we're already gone past like 2027 20, where do sex human revolution takes place and there's cybernetic uh, augmentations
0: yeah that's fair uh,
1: so i think it's more likely that we could see more cybernetic augmentations but once they introduce that there will be more of it with more sustainable technology but i don't think they will have it for the nhs you probably might get it for the private clinic yeah but as for the robotics like there's so much work and now you have automated robots there will be so much robots like doing jobs and stuff like that that newspapers will move on and be dogpiling on things like robots taking our jobs or robotics like like i think they're most worried about robots taking the other people's jobs but now it's just like uh, because of the robots and the ai mm-hmm. it's now like you there's going to be more need for programmers they're going to encourage more people to do programming and they'll be focusing on people who can do things that robots can't do it's just like for things like McDonald's for instance they have more automated machines like in McDonald's like you used to do drinks and you press buttons to do that yeah. now you just have like machines where you just put the cup of drink goes through, puts all the drinks down, and you don't even have to press buttons, so it's like, eh, it's interesting. So I think this is what they're moving towards. Speaking of which, um, uh, there's robotics, there's, like, robots that serve as assistants. Like, there's one in Falmouth where they have a life. I think there used to be a robot that has, like, uh, LCD screens for eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I did try to apply for the job there, like, 10 years ago. But now today, it's so, like, you have a more real face. And now it's just more, looks more like an actual person. So okay. I think we expect to see, like, robotic assistants in. Okay. I know I've been, like, dribbling over it. But it's also, like, the AI, like, takes over more. Like, now you have, like, Dali that has uh, user-generated AI images. You have deep fakes where you have, like, voice and faces like plastered over videos and it's doing much better than the Hollywood studios so I think like AI takes over more and they now like tailor entertainment to your needs so there's no need to develop any more games because now you have AI like creating games for you
0: right okay interesting that would be interesting (laughs) uh, the are you sure we're not gonna get Skynet and all the robots are just gonna take over and destroy us? <laughs> I mean it's possible. Uh, the Xbox. But I think
1: it's more likely that you have more people who are working as programmers, hackers and stuff like that. I, they will be like more in tune with computers than like them working in like retail services. There will you have more people working from home, so they'll be going for more jobs that doesn't require people to be at the specific place and now there's got to be so much work on the robotics that a lot of this stuff outside is more automated and now you have like deliveries happening more often
0: No, yeah that makes sense I mean delivery
1: if you think about it more and more shops are being turned into flats and it's just what's happened.
0: yeah unless you know people are going out less because of covid and stuff like that yeah I can see that totally see that um we also have,
1: like, you know, the movie Surrogates, where we have, like, robotic bodies so we can control from the distance. Yeah. We see ourselves, like, we get more integrated with computers. I think the people are, like, saying about biochips and stuff like that, so they're not likely to, like, have that. But instead, they use, like, computers. Like, they may have virtual reality headsets or stuff like that, but they may, like, use more robots. They have robot avatars yeah. like there's a project where at the moment someone's uh i think it was like a trans uh engineer who's like making a project where they're making a robotic avatar that you can use a vr headset so you can like ha- control a robot uh in like real life yeah. also is that our identities will be more fluid so it's not like Binary like male female or stuff like that you can just be anything you want to be so it's just like it's not the case of us like having to obey stuff like uh following up but like biology or stuff like that instead we get like like have changed so much that we can be anyone we want to be or stuff like that that sort
0: of stuff interesting um yeah i mean I don't really know to say about that. <laughs> I mean, that's oh. the future that, you know, we've been predicting. Uh I feel like we predict this stuff, and then it doesn't... Ha- like, flying cars, we've been predicting for, like, 20, 30 years, and it still hasn't happened and stuff like that. Hmm. But that would be cool, to be a, to have a robot avatar. Uh
1: So what you're hoping to see in, like, 2032... Like, it can be anything, not just games and stuff like that. But what do you hope to see in, like, 2032? Uh
0: I don't know, really. Um, Same, <laughs> honestly. Uh, you know, less poverty, world peace. <laughs> Groovy, man. Well,
1: I think that's what's said about like twenty years ago. So, yeah, I mean, or ten years ago. We've like.
0: seen that for decades. Yeah, it, it'll happen eventually. But for me,
1: for me, I just hope the cybernetics will come sooner and it will get, enhance our lives. Yeah, that'd be cool. So some people, like older and richer ones, they would have to campaign that to stop that from happening because they feel the cybernetics, robotics, and stuff like that, and AI, they just feel like they just take away what they can do in life. Mm-hmm. And I did say that the robots taking over their, uh, their jobs. They just feel like with so much of that stuff and robots taking over the world, they feel that it should be stopped at all times. And yet, it just distracts from the other hate towards like LGBT groups, uh, the immigrants, and poorer people, because these are the things that newspapers target. Yeah. But once we get the cybernetics and robots in, they become a huge center of like some kind of dark for like the mainstream media and even like richer people as well because they obviously want to make sure they want to keep to the default culture and try to protect that oh, yeah. but because of the technology and the amount of progression happening it's just like we're most likely see anything that will distract them and gives us some chance to become more like be able to have more freedom of our identities our sexuality yeah. and even like have better rights as human beings but only anything not. is it's like it's Tricky to find jobs and we were expected to do like different fields but for us in that generation is that because we're used to the different kind of jobs we're most likely become a much bigger of the lost generation because we're expected to like have skills for like retail or work in the office but now all of it is about to change like now it's just like we are better off working from home or even like do different kinds of jobs because yeah. a lot of those jobs like working in the factories and stuff like that will be taken over by robots ai and stuff like that So i just like beating a dead horse yeah but it but it's it's like uh, it's the way i see it happening apart from that there's going to be like increased global warming like yeah. 40 degrees i was told by my parents that it's not going to stop anytime soon nope. So Britain might likely to change. Like, there's going to be better cooling solutions. I there's hope so.
0: Bloody hell! It's so hot. <laughs>
1: better systems. yeah. Better systems when people like have, like, how do I put? It? There's more uh, systems to help out people for disadvantaged backgrounds and being able to like enhance people's lives. Uh, a and I would imagine some of the countries would change because of a war, yeah, like we could hope that Russia might actually fall because of the invasion of Ukraine that or it's just like becomes a standstill because in the moment they're just like burning up so many units attacking Ukraine yeah so probably around Eastern Europe it could change I don't know mm. but yeah
0: no that's was interesting like politically and all that uh, I was going to say also. It's a bit weird, but I would also like the idea of being having my memories like backed up into like a hard drive or something, and being able to live through an AI being an AI being being part of the cloud. i would be like the Xbox cloud. You'll just be playing the Xbox. I'll be like, "Hi," <laughs> just popping on your Xbox. <laughs> Hi, Alice. What are you up to? No, but I was just saying, like
1: we could even see, we could even see the return of Kinect. Oh
0: no. Oh no. <laughs> no, no, But yeah, seriously, um, the idea of being uh, having my my memories backed up—I've always like that's always been something that's always interested me as a, as a thing. Or like you know, because I feel last that I mean, people say about immortality and living forever—I don't think that's like physically possible. But I think mean, being like having your i i your your thoughts and your feelings and your Brain like basically your brain being uploaded into a computer is more of a possibility to live. That's the closest you're gonna to get to being immortal. Which I don't know if I want to be immortal to be honest, but I'm just saying that if that's the, that's the uh, if we're gonna if we're going sci-fi with it.
1: <laughs> if you have any thoughts about immortality, ask Salem from movie <laughs> because she has immortality and is cursed with it, and it's like. Oh I don't wanna be living for like thousands more years with this shit.
0: Yeah. Or oh, Logan from uh like Wolverine. Isn't it? Logan. Oh he he's last he's lived in thousands and thousands of years and seen all his friends die and family die. like oh. good fun.
1: And then it's just like get really ridiculous like in the comics where Wolverine gets regenerated from a single drop of blood. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs>
0: Trying to think, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that is a yeah. Voldemort's trying to become immortal. (laughs) Mm. Um, Immortality. Is it a thing you want? Not really. I don't think I want to be immortal. Mm. No. Life's. Yeah. But I've always been. As I said, I've always been intrigued by that. And I've always liked the idea that because I've got a YouTube channel with like thousands of videos on it, that someone could take my voice and like completely make an AI out of, like, make an AI this me out of uh, <laughs> I could be the next Cortana. Well, you could be talking to you
1: could be talking to cats and whales.
0: <laughs> I could be the next Cortana. It's like, hi Master Chief, how can I help?
1: Imagine a naked potato chief. <laughs> I'll talk to that. Blue, like, talking to Master chief. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell, I think we should probably wrap up the episode. <laughs>
1: Get out of 2042, and go back in time, Ooh. and you think you will be heading to next...
0: Peppa Pig World,
1: <laughs> back, to, back to, No, sorry. Yeah. and you're not meeting Boris Johnson. God, I hope not. Instead, we're going back to year 1992. Sonic 2 is coming out in November, and there's going to be more games for the Super Nintendo, so... Hope you enjoy 1992, because that's where you'll be stuck on for another 30 years.
0: Okay. What? We planned the 10 years either way. Where's 92 come from?
1: <laughs> that, well, it's 30 years ago. Uh, I it?
0: suppose so, yeah. 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 E- uh, 89, the year I was born. We'll just keep going back. <laughs> back in time.
1: Well, I hope you enjoy Petit Fou and all this stuff. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be enjoying nineteen ninety two with my Mega Drive. Nice. Plus VHS tapes and even like McDonald's by going up country. Because there's none in like Cornwall, I imagine. I don't know. That's a Just because of the that's one that's been so random. But 1992's worth it. Yeah, so
0: we've been going for two hours, so I think we probably should wrap it up, I think. <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, I think this is a fun episode. Uh is there anything else you want to say before we end the episode?
1: Well Uh, Blast Processing Blast (laughs)
0: Processing Sega, it was Xbox Giga drive. make it happen Thank you guys for watching And until next time Two, three, later Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast Follow me on Twitter At PotatoChief Or on YouTube at PotatoChief Or follow us on all podcast services Thank you for listening